0: Welcome to The Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of The Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about using RFIs effectively with the help of special guest Jason Brookshire. Bride Remodeling in Petoskey, Michigan. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show.
1: Hi everyone, Tim Fowler here and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. On an episode recently, we discussed with a production manager about the idea of commercial applications shifting over to the residential world. And after that podcast was published, I got an email from a production manager who was really excited about the fact that we were discussing some of these commercial things and talking about how they can be embraced by a residential company. And she mentioned that she's been trying to get her team uh, and the company that she works for to embrace these strategies and has had quite a bit of resistance. Now, I understand the resistance. Number one, some of these things are new to the residential world. Some of them, is just plain doing something different. And and probably an awful lot of it is just that we think we're special. In other words, we the residential remodeling world thinks like, We do things that nobody else in the world can do. Therefore, our processes, or systems are completely different. Well, I know sometimes the difference between commercial and residential is in the details. I think uh, there's a lot of things that are different. But one of the things that I'm really understanding is that some of the things that are in commercial really need to be implemented in the residential world. And that's one of the things that we're gonna be talking about today. Our guest today is a good friend of mine from upstate Michigan. Uh, and I've been after him for a while to be on the show and he's finally agreed. From the intro here, you probably guessed that we're gonna be talking about what is typically a commercial application that he has found to be uh, really, really successful in his residential remodeling company. So Steve, let's get started on it.
0: Yeah, Tim, before we get started, just want to take a quick break for this message. I wanted to take a minute to let you know about an event we have coming up in March, the Extreme Business Makeover. It is two days of interactive presentation and hands-on work that helps you prepare your remodeling business for 2020 and beyond. You will walk away with action items, spreadsheets, books, tools, everything you need to go back to your office and get started. The best part is the interaction and networking with remodelers and custom builders facing challenges just like you. We've also just added Bruce Case as a featured speaker, and he's the president of Case Remodeling in Washington, D.C. area. And they've been hugely successful. You'll get to pick his brain and ask him anything that can help you run a strong, successful remodeling company. It's being held March 30th and 31st at the BWI Weston in Baltimore, Maryland. It's a five-minute Uber ride to the hotel from the airport, so it's easy in, easy out. For more information and to get registered, you can go to www.extrememakeoverevent.com, and we look forward to seeing you there. All right, let's go ahead and get started with our next guest, Jason Brookshire, who spent 15 years as a commercial construction superintendent and has traveled many states building. He moved to Michigan four and a half years ago to be the production manager and fell in love with the job, the people, and the area. It's a big plus with no more traveling and the fact that he and his daughter share a love of the outdoors. Welcome to the show, Jason.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. Glad to be here.
1: Hey Jason, it's great to finally have you on. I figured enough badgering would get you to do it finally, and I, I really appreciate your being with us.
2: <laughs> it's been it's been a long time coming, and uh, I appreciate you having me, and uh, I couldn't fight any longer. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about
1: McBride uh, Remodeling. What what kind of work do you do, and and where are you in terms of the uh, upstate Michigan?
2: Okay, sure. Um, Dave McBride started the company um, 38 years ago in Petoskey, Michigan. For people that don't are not familiar with Michigan, that is about 25 miles south of the bridge that connects the Lower UP to the Upper Peninsula. Okay. Um, pretty bridge. That's the Mackinac. Um, lots of snow up here. Lots of cold weather, uh, but it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. So I, as I understand it, a lot of your work is for people who don't live there. And so, actually, the winter time is really busy for you, even though uh, there can be a lot of snow.
2: Yeah, it is. It's actually our busiest season. We're busier in the winter than we are in the summer uh, because a lot of these homes are second or third homes. Um, when they come up to come for the beautiful summers, they don't want anybody bothering them. So, <laughs> when they leave after Labor Day weekend, typically, um, we'll have – uh, remodels in place that we're going to be doing throughout the winter and um, and then when they come back in the spring it's completely finished and done and they get to enjoy their their cottages
1: that's fantastic okay so let's jump into this i made a big deal about the commercial versus residential so i want to start with the commercial side tell us a little bit about in your work as a commercial superintendent What was an RFI used for? And maybe just define it for us to start with in case somebody out there doesn't know what it is, but how were they used in your commercial work?
2: So how they were used, RFI is a a request for information Um, in the construction world. When a project, if a project doesn't have the right documentation or lacks information to be able to do any given scope of work, um, you need to write an RFI and then they would clarify whether it was the architect, the owner, um, whoever it needed to go to, get clarity on it so you could actually do that uh, piece of the work.
1: So this is actually a written request to get some information from somebody?
2: Yes, it's documented request, so they have to give you whatever you're lacking, They gotta, they have to give you the information. Okay, at the risk of
1: repeating yourself again. Uh, okay. how are they used at McBride? How do you guys use these requests for information at McBride?
2: So we use them, the lead carpenter, if they need any information, um, it's kind of stemmed about, we have a, we have quite a few lead carpenters now and many phone calls coming in. Okay. And it was just too much to do deal. So I wanted to implement this to where you use RFI. The lead carpenters can send us information that they need, that they don't have. On the job site, and it's sent to everybody in the office. And then we can, uh, when we come get the time and we can answer it properly, we do. Instead of taking notes and taking what their question is, we're doing it through the builder trend system, the RFI system.
1: Okay, so my immediate reaction to this is doesn't this just take a lot longer? I mean, if I'm a lead carpenter on the job site and I'm looking at a detail that, uh, isn't quite clear enough for me doesn't it just take a lot longer for me to fill out a form online and send it in than it is just to pick up the phone so why why go to the written system versus the phone call system
2: well there's there's a few reasons for that um the the, the, when they do it through the system it's not a written document um we have we use the tablets so you actually can speak your question into it and okay. for anything that you need. Oh, so good. it's quite easy to be able to do um, with our system and there's not all the typing and everything else. Um, what was the second part of that question? Uh, just what's the benefit to coming through the
1: tablet versus just a phone call?
2: Uh, the benefits is the account- accountability. Accountability that the person's gonna get a complete and clear answer back to the person that needs it. Not a, not an answer that could have half the information, not all the information, then you're still back to square one where the, where the lead carpenter will not have all the information they need. Um, so I think it keeps it from going back and forth, the finger pointing and just holds accountability to whoever has to answer that question and give them the full details. Uh, okay, and then so the lead carpenter
1: writes something in does then designer sales or even yourself write something back is there all it's the, always in a documented form
2: even the answer it is it is and and then the whoever wrote the rfi has to actually say it's completed that they got the full answer that they wanted otherwise it won't complete the rfi until they get the answer they need and oh. it really is holding accountability especially with how many guys we have we have running six, seven lead carpenters. Um, there's a lot of questions coming in, a lot of things coming in and not everybody was happy with the answers they were getting. So this now holds, holds that person accountable.
1: Oh, that's really cool. So give us an idea of what are some of the things that y- are actually uh, being asked for? Why Why does a lead, uh, what are some of the things that they need that, that come, that's being solved with this RFI thing?
2: So one of the biggest things is specs. We do a pretty detailed spec, but not everything's in those information that they need for the specs. Um, So the lead carpenter will, will want it clarified or say, you know, this actually needs to be done and it's not in the specs to do it. What am I, how am I supposed to do it? And then you have to advise them what they need to do or what's going on. So, So that might actually be the beginning of a change order. It basically can be, yes. And so that's, now that when you say that change order, so I or Jay or whoever our estimators need information from the guys in the field It saves time from us driving out there doing measurements and taking what we need to actually do a change order. So we will actually, we kind of morphed it into where we use an RFI from the office to the field guys to get information clear and exact information back to the office to be able to do in our uh, change order and not have to drive out to the job and go out there, do all the measures, come back to the office with the information. We can actually do it um, through the RFI system now.
1: Oh, that's really cool. So I, I think in our, in our pre-show communication, we talked a little bit about all the people that were involved. And so you've, you've included the lead carpenter, obviously your sales Uh, folks, your estimator, yourself, what about the client? Are they involved at all in this
2: uh, RFI thing? So no, baby steps. We have (laughs) been been using this, getting it um, started internally. We will eventually go towards the client and be able to do that for answers. But at this time, no, we just do it internally for us to be able to give information back and forth from the office to the field, from the field to the office. Oh, okay. All right. So, so far the clients are not involved. No, we have not, we have not started that process yet, but it will, we will be doing it It just has not yet.
1: What about, what about uh, subcontractors? Are they engaged in this at all through the, through the uh, online portal?
2: So they, they are not yet. They will be, you can, you can simply tag them to connect them to it. It will go to them. They, we are doing training for all our trades on how to use this system, the building okay. system. Yep. So our trades are, are getting built up to be able to do this, to do these type of things. They're just not there yet, and it confuses them. So we're just doing slowly doing classes for them. They come to the office, we trade them, and we're getting them little by little. And this is such a new part that we have not tried that yet. Oh, that's so
1: – so way to go, with the training thing for your trade contractors, your subcontractors, because that's a huge hurdle that a lot of companies haven't figured out how to, how to jump across is getting their their trade contractors on board with whatever system they're using, whether it's the Builder Trend or Co-Construct sure. or Procore or anything like that. So sure. how does it, do they, they actually come into
2: the offices during the working day? Yeah, so they do. So we'll have the um, key people that need to come in um it'll be the key people in the offices that do their change orders or they uh you know they do whatever the case is so we don't bring in everybody um the the uh, the other the workers and them don't use it it's just the main people that need to use it with us so we can do information back and forth and just think if the plumber didn't have to go out to tell us how much it's going to cost to do a change order on seven eight different jobs and he could just see it online and send it back how much time that would save them from running out? Also, it is definitely it definitely saves time for everybody yeah. involved.
1: That's really really cool. So, um, so I'm sitting here thinking about uh, your. T- I have met many of the people that are on your team. I know there's a couple of guys that are a little bit older, probably not really into computers or even tablets for that matter, uh, and I can hear people that in the audience going like, my guys would never do that. So how did you get them, your team involved in using the tablets for this function as well as other functions?
2: Training, becoming comfortable, um, working with them, what we want them to uh, go ahead and put on there, what we don't want, what the clients should see, just really working with them over the last couple of years and it takes time. It's not doesn't happen overnight. Um, so little by little, but the biggest thing is is to show them what the benefit is. If they don't see the benefit, they're not going to use it. The RFI they were they, they really were fighting it at the beginning and not wanting to use it. And they're like, why can't we just pick up the phone? And they still wouldn't use it. So I just kept getting them every time they had questions. When I would come out to the job site, I'd say, put that in the RFI. Let's let's write an RFI together. So we would write it. And we would work on it and that's how we got them to start using it. And now they see the benefits. They don't have to pick up the phone to call me. They don't have to do they can sit there, send the RFI at lunch or or, or at the end of the day when they're when they're done and they, they need to relax or you know and they can actually sit there and do it. So it has changed. it's really just working with them, get them comfortable, and they see the benefit. If they're not gonna see a benefit, why would anybody do it? Right, for sure.
0: So uh, I think you might have just answered my question, but has this process, it has evolved since you first put it in place? It has yes, changed? it has
2: evolved. It, um, it has leaps and bounds in a short period of time once the guys started doing it and they see they really like when they send us a question and it goes through everybody in the office, they're getting their answers back more complete, more detailed, and they're actually getting them quicker than they would, uh, you know, if they just made a phone call and said, hey, get back to me. And then we get busy and we forget. This system doesn't let you forget. It alerts you daily. You haven't answered their question. And that alert goes to everybody in the office, the owner. Wow. i estimated everybody sees it.
1: Uh, that was one of my questions was, do, do these RFIs have time, deadlines? Can the, Can the field crew – uh, enter an, an RFI and say I need this by four o'clock today, or something like that. Or, or is that a bit, a bit much?
2: No, they can and they do. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and they do do that. And that's what's nice, and that's what holds us to it, is that that'll, when they need that answer, if they don't have it, it'll just send you another email that you have not answered. It send you another one the next day. It'll keep saying how late you are for getting that answer to them that they needed. So you really you really gotta make sure you get them what they need when they need it now we on the other hand, too, we were making sure you know, hey, if this is an emergency, don't put it at the end of the day. <laughs> I can have a day, give me a day or two if you can if you can afford it if you can't, then yes, you know twenty four hours you should be able to have an answer back within right. twenty four hours to somebody very easily by the next day, and I don't think that's unrealistic for the lead carpenter or who is in the field to wait for an answer that long, because, um, you know, it's just planning and getting the right information.
1: So what do you think was the biggest challenge for the field staff to, to actually use the RFI? Uh, Was it just knowledge or just comfortable with the system or, or what do you think was the biggest challenge?
2: Uh, I think the biggest thing was trying something new, doing something new. They felt like they had to do something more um, on the tablet that maybe should be the office's job or, <laughs> or whatever the case is. But once they realize it's no different than picking up the phone calling us than it is to put it on paper and be done until you get the answer, once they start to see that, um, that really got them over that hurdle. It, it helped quite a bit. Now, in, in your
1: system, is there actually a template for the RFI or is it just a blank page and they have to basically think of all the little details that need to go into it
2: they need to they need to let you know what trades are involved um the details what's what's lacking they need to give you what's lacking and what they need to do
1: so jason is there a template that says basically the like the description of what they need and then the trades that are involved and then the materials that are involved anything like that or is it is it more of a blank uh, sort of canvas for them to write on?
2: It's more of a blank canvas. Okay. It has what the, it has. The first it has what the RFI is. Okay. Um, very short to the point, and then you got a body where you can put in um, whatever the question is or whatever you're lacking. And then if you need to attach pictures, you can attach stuff and um, and send it right out. Now we used this the other day on the crown for the design, uh, Gal they sent a picture and said, what's this crown supposed to do? Is it supposed to go all the way across or does it stop? Your detail's not here. And she actually got back to us right away. She's a little more savvy. She did get back to us and said, I want it to go all the way across. And there was no calling her, no tracking her down, no trying to get a hold of her, and she uh, got back to the answer and finished it. So,
1: Yeah, I suspect that uh, like somebody, anybody, yourself or your design uh, professional, they could actually answer this from their phone, even if they're sitting at lunch somewhere. That might be another amazing benefit is that all these systems are available on the phone and it can be an instantaneous type response.
2: They are, and you can, and it is that quick. It comes across and make can answer back with the answer right away or get back to it. Uh, so do, does the
1: sales team ever kind of get tired of getting these things?
2: No, I don't think so. I think that we're all very involved and we like to see it. And um, I don't think, uh, no, I don't, I I don't, no, I don't think they mind. Oh,
1: that's fantastic. So Jason, this has been really, really good. We're going to start wrapping things up a little bit, but maybe uh, what's one thing or just a last little advice that you'd give to people that uh, maybe have thought about doing something like this and haven't done it. What, what would you what would you encourage people to do?
2: Um, I think you start the process from the production manager to uh, sales estimating and if something's not clear and the production manager uh, sees it to start writing the RFIs and see the benefits and then figure out how you want to work it into your into the rest of the guys. Um, it's accountability. it's It's 100 percent accountability.
1: Yeah, I think that's a big selling point for me. And uh, when I do my accountability seminars from here on out it's gonna be part of what I talk about.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It just keeps everybody on the same page and you know, and, and nothing can be nothing's lacking until you get the correct answer, you don't clear the RFIs. So I think it's I think it's huge on accountability, especially when you're growing in a company as we are. Yeah. Um, we need everybody to be on their game and, and be given the correct information to who needs it.
1: That's fantastic. Well, Jason, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out. I know this was not your most comfortable thing to do, but I think, <laughs> the informa- I think the information is fantastic and will help a lot of folks.
2: Yeah, I think it will too. And if anyone has any questions or anything, I'm always willing to help. You have my information, Tim, and yep. uh, and I appreciate you having me on, Stephen. Tim,
0: great, no Th- problem. Thanks so much, Jason. Take care. Take care, man. You too. Tim, I love the episodes. This one was especially great just for the fact that it's not, you know, the normal things that we usually talk about doesn't fit into that normal bucket that we kind of chirp about all the time. And this is just so effective. And I think Jason gave us a lot of reasons why it's helped his company. I think the listeners here can really benefit from what uh, we covered today.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great topic. And like I mentioned in the intro, it's typically a commercial and, uh, Application, but they've they've really used it successfully. The other thing that didn't come up in in the body of the, the conversation was that they're they're not a big company. They're not doing uh, fifty million dollar jobs or even million dollar jobs. Their jobs are normal remodeling type projects, and uh, so it can be very very effective. I really liked the emphasis on the training. Uh, both for the trade contractors as well as for his team, and getting them involved in doing this, uh, just from a like helping them understand what the benefits are for them. And then the other thing that may have slipped by everybody was like when he was on site and they would ask him a question, and it really needed to go to design. He would literally stop and say, "Let's let's write up an RFI." And and literally training them, showing them on site how to do that and getting them engaged in the process.
0: Yeah, all good stuff. So once again, we'd like to thank Jason Brookshire for joining us today. And we always want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Tim Fowler Show.
1: And remember, at the Tim Fowler Show, we're working hard to eliminate it is what it is from your vocabulary.
0: This has been another episode of the Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com slash consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.